0: Welcome to Couch to Coached, a weekly podcast with me, Rob, an aspiring runner whose favourite place is being comfy on the couch,
1: and me, Ben, a UK Athletics accredited running coach. Follow us as we try to turn Rob from couch to coached.
0: And we are live. Again. And I'm not. I'm not slurring my words.
1: do <laughs> <laughs> dear. I'm oh surprised, Epis- you're
0: here, Though episode forty-three. Yeah, I'm back. I'm back from. I'm back from Magaluf. I had a fantastic time in Magaluf. Thank you. I don't know. I think a couple of a couple of lads that come with me listen to the podcast. So uh, I was. I was uh, selling it out there. We met a a girl from. She was originally oh, from America. Hang on. No, no, no. Nothing do. Nothing. No. Nothing like that. Nothing <laughs> like that. Um we met a girl and she's from America, from Texas, and she lives in Madrid and she's a bit of a runner. We were talking to her well, I wasn't talking to her, I just overheard a conversation she was having with one of my mates. And um I said, Oh, you might want to listen to the, the Couch to Coach podcast. And apparently she's gonna be listening. So if you're listening, Taylor, hello. <laughs> all yeah. the way from England.
1: So we're all Taylor, in my, her name is. all the way to America, but living where? She's living in Madrid. Okay. We are getting multi.
0: That's the story she told us, anyway. It could have, she could be anywhere.
1: <laughs> yeah, she's a stripper named Sky, ain't she? That's what you telling yeah, me. <laughs> well, that's
0: what she told us when we met with the, on the on the beach.
1: Hang so. on, sorry to offend the new listener, Taylor, was it? Sorry, <laughs> didn't mean to offend. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you look a bit different to when I last saw you on Facebook. You've lost your blonde wig, and you've, uh, you 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 no, it wasn't blonde. Soon.
0: It was it was a br- it was a brunette wig. So I was wearing I wore a a bride's dress. And also a a brunette wig. I was supposed to be replicating what Laura's going to look like on the wedding day, although I'm six foot six and she's only five foot, so I've got to be.
1: That's genius. And then what what was your. I like you with a fancy dress costume myself. The the Baywatch. So, yeah.
0: You haven't seen the best of it. I'll send send you some pictures. (laughs) Some more revealing pictures. The Arsenal Uh, shirt. Oh, the Arsenal shirt. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. There was three There was three times we got dressed up. So I got dressed up on the first. I know this isn't relating to running. We'll come on to that in a minute. So the first day we got there, uh, before we went, we checked in, and we had a few drinks. I went in, then we checked in. And then they came down. They were all dressed in this red. They were all dressed in red shorts. All the lads were dressed in red shorts and a yellow T-shirt. And as soon as I saw my brother in, because I shared room with my brother's nights Baywatch, I knew for a fact what I was going to be wearing. And they came, and they gave me this swimming costume. And I'm not kidding you. It uh, was a little bit revealing. Uh, and then we were going down water slides, and I'm not the, the water slides for people that are listening. Uh, people that are listening, you can't see, but it was pretty much vertical. Uh, so yeah, imagine what you will when I came out of that uh, after that after that slide. It was it was uh, just uh, just a little bit up my bottom. Um, so yeah, so that was the first day. And then we went out, and it was just normal. We went on the beach, and that's where we met Taylor. And my mate was talking to him, and things like that. And then we went swimming and stuff like that. And then <clears throat> we had a few drinks, and then we went back. Watched the rugby, so England won against Samoa. Um, and then we went to go getting dressed and get, go out. So I was getting dressed. I got myself dressed in it, and I started a shirt. I be self dressed. Yeah, i got myself dressed Aww. yeah i can do that i can do that occasionally when laura isn't around i have to do that myself <laughs> <laughs> and then again trev who came who, who organized all the all the the fancy dress came and said Yeah, hey, i've put this on it was a, it was a wedding dress with a brunette wig and, a, and that came out i had to go out like that got a lot of attention i must admit uh, from everybody and I, I had false boobs with the balloons <clears throat> so yeah i went out i got a little bit drunk, I must admit. Didn't get in until half past four on the uh, oh. Sunday morning. And then we were up at half past eight because we were checking out. We had to check out at 11, so we had to get breakfast. So I was up at half past eight, so I didn't have much sleep. I was still drunk when I woke up for breakfast. <laughs> and then we went back down the beach. And before we went down the beach, uh, Nath, who came with us, chucked me this shirt down. He was above us, chucked it down to my brother, and it was an Arsenal shirt. So I put an Arsenal shirt because Man City were playing Arsenal on that day. What was the score? What was the school? Yeah, we lost one now. I wasn't wearing my Arsenal shirt at that time. Are you supporting them,
1: Man City or Arsenal?
0: <laughs> Obviously, Man City. I, I wasn't wearing it at that time because it, we it was as we were leaving. So I had a shower and got changed and put my Man City shirt on. And then I only watched the first half. Well, I watched the second bit of second half on the bus on the way back. So yeah, that's the. It was a it was a very good Stag do, I must admit. And I even got a run in for the people that I haven't seen. I even went for a run on the Saturday morning because we went to bed quite early on the, the Friday so i woke up on the morning i thought well, I, I, was, I was telling the lads i was going to go for a running like he
1: woke up. i won't, mean he won't i was quite impressed i mean we're a running podcast so we'll get on to the running i was quite impressed your little video in your stoke fit shirt on the yeah. seafront right
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: was it magaluf park run you called it is that that's yeah, not an the official no, park run
0: no because there's no park runs there so i thought well, i'll just make my own up and i did 3.1 mile and then i stopped it and then did another 0.7 mile back to the hotel
1: fair play to you fair there's quite a few play.
0: runners out there, I, bet a there runners was, I mean the
1: beach. it's one of them when you go on holiday wherever you seem to be in any part of the world whether you're in western Superman magaluf or I don't know the the, the, the ports in an abroad country you see people running right
0: yeah yeah it's
1: it was really nice
0: by the sea as well it was it wasn't too hot and it was just nice so I thought right I'll go out early I think it was about eight o'clock I think yeah so yeah it was, i went for a run and then got back on it
1: <laughs> so one thing you haven't got back on since running. you got back is you run it that was your last what? run before today right
0: well yeah because so, so so they hear me out now hear me out got back we, we went to bed got back on the sunday even well, Sunday evening, Monday morning, because the flight was... We didn't get back until about 20, 20, 10 to midnight. So I got back home about 2 o'clock in the morning. Then I was up at 7 o'clock anyway to, to get ready for the day because I was straight back into work. So I came home from w- work on Monday, absolutely whacked because it was like no sleep on the Saturday night, no sleep on the Sunday night. So I was absolutely shattered. So I was like, I can't go. I was going to go out with Stoke Fit but I thought, no, I'll just chill. And then I had a some valuable time with arthur and laura and then i play football on tuesday so we went to play football i think i broke my toe <laughs> oh, no. i've never told you this it's not oh, well, it's no. hurting it's not too bad it's quite bruised um my big me right big toe um, and <laughs> i kicked the bottom of somebody's boots and uh, so i didn't go out running yesterday so i thought i'll test it out today so i was i was always planning on going out today even though you called me out on on instagram um throw her under the bus or it i was always going to go out so i did four miles for about 42 minutes easy today and it feels okay so i should be okay for sunday and we're going to go i'm running on saturday we're doing combined run club on saturday so i'll be out there with combined healthcare Mm -hmm. in crew so we'll be doing that and then honestly is that going to be shake out
1: are you going to yeah so that you're going to do do strides?
0: yeah 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 i'll do i'll do all that so I haven't had any plan from you. I know we need we need to connect everything together again, with the
1: uh, you know shake shakeouts the day
0: before a race. so you know that, yeah, yeah. And then obviously Sunday it'll be the big day, the the, the, the second piece of piece of bread on Mustang do sandwich oh, we've been talking dude. about.
1: I mean, it's not been ideal prep, has it? It ain't been ideal <laughs> prep. So I think. Thirteen weeks ago, when we had this great idea to do inside Manchester, this diary of silly Toes training in the build-up to the most important race of the year, we built it. You didn't. You didn't have the stag do booked at that time, did you? No, no. I booked the stag do about four weeks before we went. So that's that's. You know, these things happen. You have to enjoy your life. It's an important yeah. milestone in your life. Yeah. The prep hasn't been ideal the last couple of weeks before that i think you had a very good training block hmm. we did we did probably a good seven eight weeks of that yeah 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 wheels came but, off slightly yeah there was a couple of times when the wheels came off but i haven't i don't think i've done too bad I don't, the, I, no and then the stag do sandwich came that rolled around well, the stag,
0: yeah the stag do the stag do I, well, originally i wasn't gonna do congleton but i enjoyed congleton you did you did i originally wasn't gonna own a stag do. But I enjoy my stag do, so like you say, life happens. And you, and you did enjoy it, and that's the main and thing. I didn't, I really did. So, and I still have run. I still have got the runs in, and I still have
1: been able to train. So out, of, think 10, that, that, out yeah. of ten, on your stag do, how drunk were yeah. you? Oof! Out, 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 out of ten. Out, out of ten. I don't get drunk that often. Out of ten how drunk were you all right, all right. about about an eight, nine, maybe? About an eight. And how what, tired, want... how tired did you feel when you came back out of ten? Ten. Definitely a, a ten. How tired do you feel now? I'm okay actually at the minute. About
0: five six, I'd say. Six, seven.
1: And ha- maybe. and how ready do you feel for Sunday? Out of ten. Ten. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're I keep not all over my eyes. <laughs> no, do you know what though. You might, you might, you might come out of it quite rested. You might come out of it fresh. We'll see how you see how you rock up on Sunday, right? Yeah. So, are yeah, you excited I'm, about Sunday?
0: I am. I am looking forward to Sunday. I am looking for. I, I've been looking forward to Manchester for a long time because, like I said to you before, i have never ran in Manchester. <laughs> it is one of my favourite cities to, to to be at because obviously I'm a Man City fan. The only disappointing is that we start at Old Trafford. I only realised that a couple of weeks ago. That is the big downer. Uh, but hey-ho, whatever. It might be the first time somebody comes in the top 10 in Manchester. Hey, <laughs> ba-boom-boom.
1: Hey, you can see how fast you can run away from Old Trafford, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah,
0: it's been, it hasn't been. It has been ideal. But like I say, it's, I've enjoyed it, and I've enjoyed the training. And it'll bring on to a question a bit that we've got, but... My stag do, like I say, it's a once-in-a-lifetime thing. I'm never going to do it again, more so more. Mag, Magaluf with seven mates that were all fantastic, who, who treated me really well. And it was good. I enjoyed it. And like I say, I, 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 people, everybody I see, why why did you go running on your stag do? You? Just do say, good podcast content, isn't it? It
1: is good <laughs> podcast content. Uh, I, and it was I a lovely run. Your level of. Um you know dedication to this podcast can't be questioned cannot, <laughs> i think that was uh, I, I was even impressed i think i was taking the girls out for a walk um and i, I scrolled onto facebook and i was like oh my what's he he's actually out so fair
0: play to you and it wasn't bad pace either really i was quite impressed with me pace is an easy race e- easy it, run
1: sorry is it the first time someone's wore a stoke fit shirt in magaluf
0: Probably, maybe, I don't know. Potentially. Might be some
1: fact in that, I think. Yeah, maybe, maybe. So, I'm, sure I'm sure there's somebody out there Alex out there
0: that's probably warning. But...
1: You said there's, there's a question you're going to be asking later on in the show, but I've got one question yeah. for you. Go so, on. Here we go. What is the goal for Sunday? Let's revisit it. What is the goal for Sunday? <laughs> So I can't remember
0: what my goals were before. Was it one fifty something? Was it one fifty? what one forty nine and fifty nine, I think it was. It was
1: definitely C goal, I think, was under two hours. Yeah, so C goal was
0: under two hours. I can remember that one. I think B goal was 150' one fifty six. That'll be the
1: second time we've gone under two hours as a runner. Yeah. So yeah. that's that's the goal. Yeah. yeah and I think goal. F- from what I've been hearing, I mean, I've never run Manchester myself, um, but I've heard very positive things about the fact it is flat as a pancake. Yeah. And if at Congleton we were just over the two hours, two hours, two, um, well, two hours, yes, two, four, five. Preparation hasn't been perfect, but if we have got a really flat course and you are feeling it on the day, and from looking at the weather forecast for anyone else that's running Manchester, get excited because the forecast looks perfect for running. Good. Seagull, is amb- it's it's ambitious and it has to be because it's a goal. It has to keep you excited. I think yeah. it's within reach.
0: Yeah, I think it's definitely within reach. I think, like I say, Congleton. I went and attacked. I attacked Congleton. I think I left some in the tank. I think I had a bit more in the tank. I think, like I say, it's it's a lot flatter. So mm-hmm. I'm hoping that will help. Um. It's a lot more supported, so there are, I don't know, I've never run it, but I can imagine it's going to be a lot more supported with a lot more people there and a lot more people on the streets. Yeah, uh, The excitement will be building because it's going to be quite a few people who are going to be racing on the same day as well. There's going to be people that I know that's going to be there. We're going to meet up, hopefully, after the, after the race. Somebody's asked a question about that. We'll come on to that in a bit. But, yeah, I, I think two hours is achievable. Did they have paces at Congleton? No, well, they were supposed to, but then they didn't turn up, apparently. So, no, they didn't have paces.
1: So, you're definitely going to have paces at Manchester. Yeah. So I'm thinking, perfect conditions, flat course. Maybe the legs are getting a little bit rested now. Mm. Find yourself a two-hour pacer. Stay mm. on the shoulder of the two-hour pacer. Don't do anything silly. Yeah. You haven't got to be ahead of it. Yeah. And then push on and see what you've got left in the tank. Yeah, yeah. So let's get the Seagull goal, Shillito. What's B goal? Let's move on quickly.
0: Yeah, B goal was one fifty five, I think. I <sighs> think. Yeah, yeah.
1: What's A goal?
0: I think A goal was 149, 59, I think because I'm like that. under one fifty. I think when we started, first started talking about it, but I can't see that happening. Uh, I can imagine. I would like to think I would get close to, if not under. The PB, which is one fifty nine oh four. If I get anywhere near that, as in underneath that, I'll be I'll be absolutely made up. Um but so under let, two hours would be good.
1: Let's open up an Instagram story question tomorrow when well, this goes out. So look on your Instagram. If you're listening to this on Saturday morning, let's open up an Instagram question on the stories. Is he gonna get under two hours? <laughs> let's have a vote. Go to your Instagram accounts now. Look for that story. Is Silly Toe going to get under two hours? Yes or no? Let's see what happens. No pressure. I I have faith in you. I think it's happening.
0: I'd I'd, I'd like to think I can. I'd like to say as it's not been the best preparation and obviously doing damage to my toe on football on tuesday it obviously has that I had potentially is going to have an impact i don't know what kind of impact it might not have no impact at all and i went out today on it i did four miles today and it felt fine uh, but we'll see we'll I'd see imagine and, uh,
1: if you've got a damaged toe it's the latter miles yeah. that it's going to be affected yeah
0: yeah potentially potentially but we'll see we'll see i'd like to say it's if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. There's no. There, 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 there's there's a, there's another half. There's always going to be another half marathon that I could run and get under. And I would. I never thought that I was going to get under two hours at Stafford. I must admit. I thought when I when I first started, I thought I'm never going to do this. And at times during Stafford, I was like, I'm never going to manage this, and I did it. So I'd like to think I could get close
1: to it. So I think we'll it see. Depends what silly toe turns up on the day. That's what I. The think. It's bro- going to be the broken silly toe. Broken silly toe. <laughs> <laughs> I think oh, I do. Well, there's only one way to find out, and that's turn up on there Sunday.
0: There is, yeah. What there
1: is, yeah. Protein Rebel and Weetabix with a splash of milk for breakfast. Exactly that, exactly There we that. go, eh?
0: I forgot to take Protein Rebel out with me. I was going to take some to my with me, but I completely forgot. Why? I, don't, well, I was going to take some just to take some pictures and, and <laughs> to, say this is my... Uh, protein
1: Rebel in my goal, i to completely... Top far. off your sambuka or something. Yeah, yeah. I've shot a Protein Rebel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure the anyway. guys over there would have appreciated that. Anyway, how's your running going? It's going well. It's going Good. well. I mean, I don't want to gloat about, you know, after we've talked about your running. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, no, it's going well. I've just tried to do the simple things right, to be fair, and that's just keep them off keep consistent done all the things I've wanted to do um, in terms of getting the miles in I've been consistent for about six weeks to the best yeah. I can be um, I still don't want to I don't want to jinx it but I've always in the last three or four races gone into the races with a bit of a cold or something like that just working with kids all the time i seem to pick these things up right before the race week and this week you know with thursday i feel good um wrap for, yourself up in cotton wool <laughs> that's what i'm trying to do i'm trying to you know i'm trying to be what pep would do to jack greelish just wrap him up in cotton <laughs> protect, protect him um, <laughs> but no i've ticked off the runs i've not really done anything special in the last week or two i did that big sort of half marathon session the other week before um we interviewed the protein rebel guys we had to do the four miles at at target half marathon pace went well my last session the other day was just to get two miles in just to find that half marathon pace again and that came out about six minute mile which was good i'm aiming for sunday 605 a mile and i'm going to just try and run it even because it's you know, supposed to be quite flat, run it even at 6.05s. Mm. And if I get to the last three miles and I've got anything left, I'll just try and empty the tank and see what happens. But I feel quietly confident. Um, so if 6.05 I, will get you 80 minutes then? 6.05 per mile will get me comfortably under uh, 80 minutes. And that's mm. been, as you know, an ambition since probably March this year. Yeah, yeah. I'd March. Missed it slightly. Birmingham missed it slightly. Um, But I feel probably in the best shape I've been in this year. So we'll see how it goes. Focusing on the recovery. Not trying to get too excited. Um, But looking forward to it. Looks like it's going to be a good event. I'm looking forward... Have you seen the medals? The medals for Manchester. They put something up today that it's going to be like a lucky dip thing. Apparently, each of the medals is a different colour. Um, each of the ribbons are different colours, and they're doing like a bit of a lucky dip, so you get a, basically just a, all the different medals are going to be on display, and you, you basically get one of. I think it's five or six medals. Yeah. Um, I think it's like a it's supposed to be like an inclusivity thing. Um, oh yeah, yeah with yeah. the medals, um, Manchester half. They, they, I think if I just have a quick look at it here, uh, what did they say? There we go. Uh, if you can't wait to be the proud owner of one of these next Sunday, and there's one, two, three, four, five, there's six different medals, all different colours. We hope you're looking forward to the medal lucky dip, which is as unique as you are. Look at that.
0: All oh, right.
1: So all the medals are going to be different. Oh, brilliant. They cool. yeah. wow. All the ribbons stand oh, out, amazing. some rainbow coloured ribbons, pink ones, blue ones, uh, yellow, gold. So they all look pretty good. So I think I've always wanted to do Manchester. Um, Yeah, me too. Or Manchester Marathon, which we'll get on to in April. Um, But this is a nice little part of it, which I'm looking forward to. Uh, And by the sounds of it, we've got quite a few listeners heading to Manchester as well. Well, that's the one I'm going to come on to now. So we have got
0: quite a few people coming. uh, And there was a question that we had put out there. I think it was Alice Dudley, I think her name is, uh, asked if we were going to be meeting up. Uh, And I think what me and Ben had a bit of a quick chat by WhatsApp probably gonna be hard to meet up beforehand uh, so we're probably gonna meet up after and I think if we it's there's a bit of an event park isn't there there Uh, so hopefully we can meet up after that after the half marathon so we'll be hanging around there come and say hello I uh, think the
1: best thing we can do is, if everybody has got their mobile phones on them, um, we'll start a discussion on the Strava leaderboard. Yeah. Um, And when me and Rob meet up at the end, um, we'll just drop a little note on there to say where we are, I guess. But the event village yeah. seems like the best part. Yeah. Um, come and say hello to us. We can see if Rob's at his uh, sub-two hours, see if I've hit my sub-80, and have a celebration of the event, because it's no doubt going to be a good one. Yeah. <clears throat> come and say hello and we'll have pictures
0: we'll have some a few pictures with you if you want to we won't charge you for pictures don't worry we
1: we'll
0: will sh- sign autographs okay, will. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> i can remember talking about that that like, the first episode was <laughs> signing C- autographs as paul daniels or something i got i just come <laughs> into my mind about <laughs> I don't know.
1: that's when we first met weren't it and
0: yeah, when, uh, autographs. yeah when we yeah when people asking for photos yeah yeah uh, yeah when we met at trenton yeah
1: so, yeah, so if people are wanting
0: to meet up, we can meet up after. We will be hanging around. It'll probably, hopefully, take me about two hours-ish, hopefully less. Mm. Uh, so uh, Ben will be waiting around for me anyway. So come and say hello. If if you finish before me and you see Ben, go and say hello to Ben, and then I can come across to you. But we'll put something on the Strava notes. Potentially, some, we'll put something on Instagram as well, just to say where we're going to be. And, <clears throat> uh, like say, come and say hello. And photos. I'm looking forward to it now. I just want to go and do it and get it and get it done and then celebrate after.
1: I mean, that's a good sign. I mean, most people, I think getting this close to race in their taper, Mm. um, (laughs) I think would feel like you feel, I mean, I feel like that. I'm looking forward to it. My energy feels quite high. I'm ready to run. I'm I'm looking forward to it. trying not to get too excited, but in a taper, that's how you should be feeling. So in your unorthodox taper, I'm glad. You're having the feelings that you should be having um yeah. so that's a good sign I'm, be, never want, I'm, never want by, I'm never one i'm never one to do things by
0: i'm never one to do things by norms so just no, do differently. Not. definitely
1: not it's one of the <laughs> reasons i like
0: you <laughs> just wait till we do manchester marathon next april oh, <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be yeah that is exciting i'll be doing something different i'll be doing a marathon sandwich or something <laughs>
1: Won't be another stag,
0: do we? It'll be probably a lad's holiday or something. I was going to say, next time
1: you get married, don't book a silly stag, do. Next time. Don't
0: say that. Next time. <laughs> there's going to be no next time. Laura, if you're listening, there's going to be no next time. <laughs> anyway, let's have a look at this Strava leaderboard go on so last week we were talking with protein rebel and then we had a conversation after that we're gonna start looking at Strava leaderboard we're gonna do the top three from last week like we normally do in the top three from this week but then we're gonna have a shout out so we have got shout outs from people as well so fantastic thank you for sending them um, shout outs in, and we'll get through them in a second but for this week uh, for for last week sorry from Monday to Sunday last week in third spot with 51.9 miles Well done to Martin Pratt, so well done, Martin. Uh, With 61.8 miles in second spot, well done to Morgan Thompson, so well done, Morgan. And then top of the shop with 67.5 miles, we have Pat Buckingham. And I've just noticed, actually, if you look on the right-hand side of the climbing, we've got Dr. Dre there. the guy I was talking about with Dr. Dre, Dre Cristini, his name is. He's there in second spot with 3,250 miles. So well done to Dr. Dre. (laughs) Shout out Dr. 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 Dre. On the the (laughs) leaderboard. And then this week, so Monday to Thursday this week, and and let me just refresh my screen because I've been caught out with that before. In third spot with, hang on, it's, it's loading. Just want to press that. In third spot with... 33.8 33.8 miles it's pat buckingham again so well done to pat pat training for anything but doing i don't know i'm not entirely sure let us know pat get in contact with mate. tell us what you're training for if you're training for something in second spot obviously christian prince for 34.1 miles so well done to christian the gator model well christian and then in top of the shop with 35.9 miles again another shout out for martin pratt so well done guys Uh, that's the top three for this week my shout out this week well done, done. my shout out this week, I'll do my first this week goes to two people, so it's a double shout out, you can't do that I can, I can do what I want, this is our podcast so we can do what we want (laughs) (laughs) so two people they have actually been on the podcast before so well done to Louise Gibbs and Peter Gibbs Uh, they've just ran Chester Metric Marathon last Sunday whilst I was in Magaluf. Uh but not only have they done that but they have also done the Chester Triple and the, ma- the the medal for that looks absolutely amazing it's huge, so the 10k I'm not entirely sure when that was, I can't remember and then they did the 10k and then they did the half marathon and then they did the uh, metric marathon this Sunday I can remember talking to them about this last year <laughs> before Warrington uh, last year and they were talking about doing it and I was like yeah I'll do that, I'll do that, I'll do that and then never did it <laughs> so they actually followed you're like through you're talking on that. yourself into sticky situations don't you yeah I do I do but I never actually did it I never actually stopped up for the 10k or the half marathon or the, or the metric marathon but Louise and Peter Gibbs they did they stuck to it they did it and they did it in 3 hours 3 hours 3 I think so twenty. I think it's 26k 26 point something k about 16 miles I think it is so well done to Louise and Peter Gibbs that is my well shout well done so, shout out of the week. Instead of work
1: out of the week, it's shout Gosh, out. Jing- the week. reusing the jingles. Like <laughs> yeah, <that>. yeah. <laughs> no expense.
0: spared. What's your shout out of the week?
1: Spending all his money on stickers and coasters, this one. You'll see about that. Too. <laughs> um, shout, out, shout out of the week is mine. Um, I am going for... I don't think this person's ever been mentioned before. No, no, I don't think he has. Um, So, I've made a habit now of... You know, as you probably have, but I think Louise and Peter are, are, are probably someone that you, you know, you've heard about and spoken oh, to yeah, and about spoke, this. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I've had to do. I, I'm not as familiar with the local running scene as you are. Um, no. So I've had to scout through Strava. It took a good couple of hours today. This did to pick yes. the right person, and I've gone for Dan Wooliscroft. Well done, Dan. Dan Wooliescroft, well done Dan, you get my shout out of the week and the reasons being is, um, this is also someone that went to Chester, Um, so Dan did the Chester Marathon, um, he did the the marathon then? The full Chester Marathon, 26.27 miles, it took him 4 hours and 19 minutes and 24 seconds, it went better than I thought it would, considering my training, but there's still a long way to go. And he gets Chester Marathon ticked off. Now, that's impressive, but that's not the reason why he gets the shout-out. The reason why he gets the shout-out is, bearing in mind the marathon was on Sunday, just yesterday he went and did a 5K. Oh, yeah, pb On his own. Five-kilometre effort. I'm assuming it wasn't an official race because I don't think you would find official races on a a Wednesday afternoon, morning. I don't know when he did it, maybe. But he went and PB'd 5K in 21.35 three days after Chester Marathon because he felt like he needed some pace in the legs. And I think that deserves a shout-out. So well done, Dan
0: Wolliescroft. Definitely, and he's local to us. I don't, I don't think I've ever met Dan. So, uh, Dan, if you do run the lo- in the local scene, if you if you ever do see me, come and say hello. If you come and see, if you see Ben as well, come and say hello. I think he runs a couple of the local races. Um, come and say hello, and we'll have a chat. I like to meet new people. So yeah, well done. That is the Strava leaderboard and shout out of the week. But we have got some more shout outs actually. Let's have a look at what we've got. So we put out on there for Instagram, uh, anybody got a shout out if you want to shout out to anybody. So we've got a couple from Sally Hamilton. So Richard Cook from Stonemaster Marathon completed his first marathon at Chester Sunday. Amazing. Uh So well done to Richard Cook. We've got Karen Sales again. So this is from Sally Hamilton. Karen Sales, another Stonemaster Marathon at Chester Marathon, ran as part of the English Masters team age group as well. So well done to Karen Sales. And then finally from uh, Sally, we have another one. So, my amazing run friend, Jacqueline Bailey. Jackie running Bailey. friends, running friend, top number one fan listener. Another PB at Warrington 10K. She is just smashing it at the minute. Jackie Bailey is. She's getting so many, so many PBs, and she's absolutely smashed. And she's is she in Manchester. Yes, she is. Yeah, uh, I'll be seeing her on Saturday as well because she's coming to the Combined Run Club. Uh, so I'll see her on Saturday and Sunday. Now that
1: uh, is a which, runner that's dedicated to their training, Rob. I know, I'm doing that as well.
0: <laughs> I, I, I'm doing that as well. I'm, I'm doing only Saturday and Sunday.
1: I'm only I, know I, I, know I know you
0: are. I know you are. I know when you call me out on uh, Instagram, I was like, oh, no, oh, oh, oh. But then you put that video in that saved you after. <laughs> <laughs> and then we've got another one from VT Alex Maines, um, on Instagram. So Alice Dudley. I think Alice is, the one, Alice is the one who asked us about if we're meeting up. Alice Dudley for all the hard work done during Manchester half training. So good luck. Good luck to Alice. And then lastly, another shout out. We've got another shout out from a guy called B. Russell one What kind of name is that? Uh, my friend Rob on his marathon stag sandwich. He has nearly finished this grueling event. So you do like me. You do. You do want to give me a shout. You're giving me me a shout out on my own podcast. I'm shouting out myself. Well done to
1: Rob. Well done, Rob. Thank you. Admirable stuff. Not many people could have done what you've done.
0: (laughs) Gonna stag do. So that is shout-out. If anybody else has got any more shout-outs, please let us know. Uh, More than happy to have shout-outs on the show, and we will do shout-outs. Or every time we do Strava Leaderboard, we will do more shout-outs as well. I'm going to stop saying shout-out, because shout-out is getting a bit boring. Still to come on this episode of the Couch to Coach running podcast. (laughs) Number one.
1: I think you've done you've achieved this one. You haven't made this mistake. Training too much before the race. Oh yeah, definitely. That's a tick. So basically decrease your total running volume by 30 to 50%. Not ninety-five percent, (laughs) Rob. Thirty to fifty (laughs) percent.
0: The Couch to Coach podcast is available on a wide variety of podcast players. If you like what you hear in this episode, please remember to follow the show and set a future episodes to auto-download.
1: Our main objective on this show is to get people into running and to talk about running. We're two normal guys that live normal lives and although our following is growing, we rely on you, the listeners, to get the word out there about this show. So please, whilst you're listening, remember to leave us a review on your chosen podcast player to help boost our ratings.
0: Finally, you can stay up to date with all things cows to Coached Over on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter and TikTok, just search for Couch2Coached.
1: Shall we look at listeners' questions? Go on, let's have a listeners' question.
0: So we've had a listener's question already. So one of the questions was from Alice about are we meeting up on Sunday. So we've already answered that. So we will be hanging around in the event village to to have photos and whatever. And then another person asked about when did we, how did we meet. I can't remember the person's name. It, may, it escapes me. I'm sure, Ben can have a look back to see what the person's name was. Um, but I'm just going to go over it. For we did discuss it on the first episode. Uh, but me and Ben, we've only met about. I say about five times now. I think it's about four or five times. We meet yeah. every week. Over every the
1: time. He's
0: brilliant. Every time. It's brilliant. It gets better and better every time. <laughs> <laughs> but we, we first met. I was running a London Marathon and for Parkinson's UK. I put something out on a Facebook group. I can't remember what a Facebook group it was. And just said that I'm running it for Parkinson's UK because uh, everybody else was putting that out there. And then I got a random message from Ben on Facebook saying, oh, hello. I'm Ben, I'm a coach, and I would love for you I would love to do a running programme for you under some kind of guise of that. I can't remember that's all words were.
1: What did you call and me? A ben. No, what did you think I was? Oh, a dodgy brummy lad. <laughs> yeah. At first
0: I thought this is a scam. He's trying to scam me This dodgy I didn't even know he was Brummy at the time, but this dodgy Brummy lad is trying to scam me out of my money. And I was like, yeah okay okay and then we started talking and then he'd give me a phone call and we started talking over the phone that's when i realized it was dodgy brummy lad uh and then he did me a training program and he checked in with me every couple of weeks see how i was getting on uh over the phone and, and chatting over over whatsapp uh and did my london, london marathon managed to finish under five hours which was, which was me one of my goals and I did it and I thought what well, what can I do to give something back to Ben and at the time he was, he was coaching I know recently that's come to an end but at the time he was coaching I thought well I can talk I know Ben can talk <laughs> so why don't we do a podcast and that's how the podcast was born nearly 12 months ago now I think it was the first week in November uh, so we'll have a first birthday party well, it's not going to be a party. It's going to be over the, over, over the podcast. And we've been doing this podcast, and we're on episode 43 now. So that's how we first met. We first met officially in person. We went to Trenton, running, Trenton Park Run and went around the shops. We did. Met, bought, we met, bought you met your partner. Tea. You bought me a cup of tea. Met your partner and your two two children. Uh, and then ever since then, we've met a couple of times. So and we'll meet again on Sunday. So that is the question from I can't remember the guy's name. I'll have a look in a minute. And find it to be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, uh, but my question, whilst whilst I ask this question, because I'm going to I'm going to steal the limelight for a change, because this podcast is never about me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to steal the limelight. I'm going to ask a question myself. So the question is, Ben. So obviously we've got Manchester Half Marathon coming up. We are. On, um, on Sunday. And we are. And then we've got the full marathon in april presuming training for the marathon will start january time so i've got now well i don't know that's up to you i suppose could start now but around about normally it's about 12 weeks 14 weeks 16 weeks something like that so between now and then so between now and say the end of january say what do we do what 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 is your advice because obviously i don't want to lose my fitness what fitness I've, mm. I've gained, anyway. What do I do? That's the question. It's a good question. It's a, it very a good, good question. question. I know it's a good question. So, to put, put it from me, th- that's why.
1: Yeah, it's a good question. I mean, to put it into context, Manchester Marathon, 14th of April, is 26 weeks away. Right. So, that is a very, very long time. Mm. Okay. So, I think we need to have it in the back of our mind but not create too much pressure around manchester marathon because it's a very long time to be in a training block for yeah the first thing because as you know when you put yourself into training things come up uh weddings stag do's and other social events and you want to probably Try and not put so much pressure on yourself so early because if we said to you now we're going to start your training as soon as manchester half's out of the way you you want to be able to have time to enjoy christmas you want to be able to have time to enjoy your wedding which i think is in january right so we've got to be cautious with when we say to you physically and and psychologically that you've started that training block. that's the first thing i think we would probably say that between now and April, we need to break it into blocks. We're going to get Mm. Manchester half out of the way, which is this Sunday. We're going to go and enjoy Manchester half. We're going to go and see how you can come out of Manchester half, giving it a good effort. And we'll assess where your fitness is at after Manchester half. I think joking aside, it's a good, chance for you to go and empty the tank and actually see where you're at a bit of a like a baseline assessment we might not Mm. get under two hours but what we can do is we can walk away from it and go do you know what I gave that my all yeah and if you can do that we can use that as a bit of an assessment as to where you currently are with your fitness which gives us something to build on I think then what we need to do is to have a look at the things that come up between now and Manchester Marathon. The biggest obvious event between now and then is Christmas. yeah, yeah. so I think, I'm family
0: wedding that's quite big yeah, but... I mean
1: the <laughs> wedding's massive, obviously, but I think one of the things you're going to need in the build up to your wedding is a bit of a release from the wedding. Yeah. Um, and I don't think your training needs to necessarily stop the weekend no. and maybe the week and the week, bef- week before and the week after your wedding. It might be a little bit hectic you might not get your runs in, but that's not going to yeah. define what happens at Manchester. Obviously you've got things like your honeymoon and all that sort of stuff again. You might lose a few days running. You might go away and do some running. So I don't think that's something that we need to see as a block, but I think what we need to do is we need to get you to Christmas, enjoying your running, mentally resetting, trying to do what we did when we started this podcast. And that was to keep you consistent, get that routine back. And, you know, do we think your old routine still works? Mondays, Wednesdays, Thursdays and Fridays, every other Sunday. The inevitable thing is at some point we need to get that mileage up again. So those 20 mile runs are going to have to come back in if we're looking at sort of a target time for Manchester, which will come off where we finish on Sunday, what's realistic in terms of a target, we need to probably start getting you some specific pace workouts done. Um, So these are all the things that need to be thought about in the build up to Manchester in 26 weeks time. But I think at the moment, first priority would be to get Sunday out of the way, get you back into enjoying your running and consistently running, build on that routine and then we wanna probably by the time we get to sort of sixteen to eighteen weeks away from Manchester Marathon, we wanna start being in training block mode. And that's where we're sort of saying to yourself, I'm rarely gonna miss a run if I have to. Mm-hmm. Being flexible with our weeks around the wedding. Um but just sort of trying to look at what your goals are again and work backwards from those goals. I would like to say that between now and Manchester, you get a couple more races in, whether they be half marathons, whether they be 10 Ks, regular park runs. But I think one of the key things that's really good is if we can bring your 5k time down, if we can really focus on getting you comfortable at a quicker 5k time and work between let's say now and January at driving that 5k time down, ultimately that means you are a quicker runner. Yeah. And then we can start building on top of that with uh, the marathon block. Yeah. Well, I've
0: got <clears throat> I've got a half marathon booked already. So I'm doing one in March, as we talked about a couple of weeks ago, Stafford Half Marathon. Mm. So that's already booked in. There are more races between now and the end of this year for North Staff Roadrunners. I've just been looking. So they've got... Uh, next one is the 22nd of October, so that's in 10 days' time. That's me, about 15K, so I might boot myself onto that. It's quite a nice run, although it's quite hilly. I've got Flying Fox 10 Mile, again, on the Sunday, the 5th of November, and then the last one, so last, the calendar year for NSRRA, North Stash Road Runners, is the 10K, which is the 25th of November. So I might, well, I probably will do one or maybe two of them, um, oh. so just to keep me ticking over, because... That's the reason. One of the one of the reasons, as well, not only just to to obviously promote you as a as a coach, was to do this podcast to keep me motivated, to keep me consistent, to keep me wanting to carry on running. Because that was one of my my concerns was that after London, I thought I would think to myself, I'm not really bothered about running now. I'm just going to do something. I'm not going to do. I'm not going to bother. Although, because I fell in love with running, that's why I wanted to keep myself going. And that's what this podcast has done for me is because obviously I can't come onto a podcast. And talk about the running I've not oh, yeah. done. Uh, so that's what I want to keep myself consistent to keep this fitness, because fitness is really hard to gain, but really easy to lose, as people always say. It's like weight; into it's really hard to lose weight, but it's really easy to gain weight again. You can just right. pile it back on. Uh, but I don't want to get to a point of where I burn myself out between now and the end of eight, end of end of April, end of March, before april in manchester i don't want to get to a point where i'm sick of running and no. i beat myself out um so i think having them races in mind and doing part running having this combined run club obviously having this podcast to talk about me running and obviously checking in with you as well and i think that will hopefully keep me consistent and going out with stoke fit during the winter months because again it, i, I can't well last Last year during the winter months it was quite hard to keep yourself motivated because it's cold, it's wet, you're going out and you're going out and it's pitch black and you're running in with your torches on your chest and things. So is, yeah, exactly. Your headlights or your torch that your lights on your chest and it is it can become a bit demotivating.
1: So I that's think that's what I want to keep. We we've gotta I think once Sunday. I mean, I don't want to look past Sunday because I think we need to enjoy Sunday. But I think one of the things to do is when we get Sunday back is to go almost back to square one, go all the way back to episode one again, because it is the end of a block. It's give yourself that time to mentally refresh a little bit, Um, because it might be that you know we've got to a point where it's been a big block we're a little bit stale we want to bring the fun back and i think mm. it's quite nice because you're someone that really enjoys your park run. you socialize yeah. a lot of runners at parker run. and you've got obviously the great stuff you're doing with combined run club um yeah. you pretty much get to a park run every weekend and that's mm. one of your standout things in running so i think it'd be quite nice for you to sort of look at getting that consistency back which we got when we first started the podcast Doing a once a week session, focusing on 5k paces, but then almost sort of saying to you every couple of weeks you're going to go to a part run, and you're going to have a real good push. And see yeah. if we can see if we can drive that 5k time down, um, and and see what we can do over the shorter distances to set us up nicely for getting uh, a, a training block set up for Manchester and whatever targets is you want to set for yourself.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I quite, I quite like that idea actually. Um, I've always, I, my first ambition was to do a part under 25 minutes. I've done that now. It's 24. Oh, something, I think 24 or six or something, which is my PB. Oh. So I'd like to drive that down. I think I can drive that down with, with consistent oh, totally. training. Totally. Uh, and, 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 and one of my other targets was get under two hours for a half marathon. My old one of my ultimate marathon goals is to get close to four hours, 30 it might change between now and april it might get less it might get more but that's what i want to try and get close to so having that having that in mind motivates me now to say mm. right okay then my 5k pace is going to get quicker uh, which is ultimately going to have an impact on my 10k pace because another another race that i like to do is Wilmslow. um is it wilmsley yeah, Wilmslow. Wilmslow Festive Run. So they do. that's where I've got my 10K PB, which is normally November, December time. It's a really good race. Mm. So it might be a good target, again, to get like under 50 minutes. I think the target, my, my PB, is like 50, or something, 50 yeah. minutes something.
1: I mean, I think if so, we can sharpen you up and get you quicker over those shorter distances, I think it's more likely that we can set you uh, some you know, really achievable targets over the longer distances, half and marathon. Um, but I think it's all about enjoyment once Manchester's finished for a couple of months. Yeah. And yeah. we'll see where you go. We've already talked about possibly bringing back a couple of old features of the podcast Yeah, um, to get you enjoying your running again. Uh, so listen yeah. out for those in the coming weeks. But look sundays a, a, just around the corner let's go and enjoy it and then we'll see where we are for manchester marathon yeah definitely
0: definitely really looking forward to sunday just just going and experiencing manchester half because i heard good good things about it last year and um, a lot of people that i know ran hot on the manchester half marathon so let's do it let's get it done This episode is brought to you by Protein Rebel.
1: Have you ever suffered with digestion issues during a running event? You're not alone. Research shows that 27% of marathoners and 70% of ultra runners report issues with digestion. The reasons for these gastrointestinal issues are often the complex chemical formulations used in many sports nutrition products. They lead to bloating, cramps, and sometimes the need to run to the toilet. Not what any runner needs. Definitely not.
0: So how can you get over this when the big brands use artificial ingredients? So Protein Rebel has decided to do things differently as their products are 100% natural. They only use short, minimal, natural ingredient lists that reduces the chance of GI issues, so gastrointestinal issues, supports your running naturally. Products include Maple Ignite energy gels containing just maple syrup and sea salt, Run-Easy marine collagen for strengthening joints and ligaments, and replace vegan protein powders. If you are interested in buying any of these products, we have got a special, yes, a special code for you to use. You go onto their website, and it's CTC15, and you will get yourself 15% off. Couch Reads, Reads. Oh, is it me? (laughs) It's you. We talked Isn't about me? sports. We had a lot of people t- commenting about our conversation <laughs> about sports bros last week. <laughs> I think, in a good way. In a good way, a lot of people have come back and said to us, you did, "We did a good job." Your Your Rachel got in contact with us. So I said, do you have any
1: recommendations?
0: I can't remember what Rachel said. There was a recommendation for something. Um. I tell you what, you do your coach reads, I'll find that from Rachel.
1: There was definitely a recommendation. She said something about running bras, but she, she said to me, yeah. oh, I've listened to the podcast. She So the story is, she went out on a run, listened to the podcast and she came back and she was like chuckling to herself and she, oh, I've messaged, she didn't make that noise, obviously. But, oh, ooh, I, ooh, I,
0: ooh.
1: I, I messaged Rob about bras <laughs> and I was like, huh? <laughs> Robyn told him about bras. I was like, hang on a minute. And then I remembered what we talked about in the podcast so that was all right but yeah she said she sent a recommendation through for the female listeners to get on board with. Uh, we've not yeah. got any discount codes for it. Um, yeah, not,
0: not yet not yet.
1: But if um, if Rob can find out the recommendation and they want to sponsor us that might be coming our way some point. Um, Coach Reeds I feel a bit of a fraud calling myself Coach Reeds but I'm going to stick with it. Um, <laughs> so I stumbled across this um earlier and it's something that if you google you'll find a lot of information about um but i felt it fitting as to where we are with manchester half marathon on sunday and it is how to taper in the week before a half marathon Did it say anything about stag do well funny you should say that rob Ah. um It's from Adidas Runtastic. I picked this article because... Oh, I used to use Runtastic instead of Strava. I just liked it because the headline for it wasn't what should you do before a half marathon, not how should you taper. It was avoid the seven most common tapering mistakes the week before a half marathon. And I thought we'd play a little game. Oh, here we go. How many of the seven mistakes to avoid have Have you made? (laughs) (laughs) Seven. (laughs) I'll I'll tell you now. Quiz over. Seven. (laughs) So, number one. I think you've you've achieved this one. You haven't made this mistake. Training too much before the race. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's a tick. So basically decrease your total running volume by 30 to 50%, not 95% Rob, (laughs) 30 to 50%. But I will say, number one, things to avoid, you've avoided it. Well done. Uh, The bottom line of a good taper focus on the quality, not the quantity. Do short fast runs, decrease overall training distance by cutting back on endurance run distance we all know that if we're doing a taper number two mm, you probably saved yourself today on this one but number Go two on. do some running not working out at all oh, so, yeah, so yeah you've avoided this one by just about getting out the door today
0: i went football on tuesday as well i did 2.5 mile running tuesday yeah
1: broke your toe well done <laughs> <laughs> things to avoid before running uh it, it before the taper uh, in the taper sorry before the race number three strength training and unfamiliar exercises you've avoided that one
0: yeah 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 i haven't, I haven't done anything unfamiliar I've done most things that i normally do so i normally go out running on a monday i didn't do
1: because i was absolutely shattered um so did. so far, three out of three. The taper's going well. Yeah, 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 doing well. Must be. You must have a good coach, Rob. <laughs> um, number four. Changing equipment the week before the event. So never change any equipment the week before a key race. This ranges from running shows, shoes, to sports nutrition, bikinis going down, water slides, arsenal (laughs) shirts. Changing equipment. Four out of four? Four out of four. Just before we move on, quickly at the
0: end, you need to talk about your new sports watch. We said we mentioned it last week. I forgot about that. We'll talk about that later. Stitching me up. <laughs> <laughs> it's gotta be good. People have been waiting all week for it. Um Number five.
1: Number five. Four out of four Whoa. for now. Four oh. Avoid a poor diet and alcohol consumption.
0: Wow Yeah, I think I failed that one. I think I failed that
1: one. Letting yeah. the diet slip the week before a big event is tempting. It's tempting, Rob. It's tempting. Admittedly, everyone will be tempted. tempted. Um, But the body is building, uh, replenishing glycogen stores, as we know. Uh, The appetite is high, but avoid a poor diet and alcohol consumption.
0: Well, technically, the alcohol consumption, I haven't had any alcohol since Sunday morning about half past probably about four o'clock in the morning was the last drink i had so technically it's been over it will be over
1: a week yeah when i ran manchester i mean joking aside um i always say no alcohol 48 hours before oh i won't be drinking 48 Um, hours strictly you probably go 72 hours but i think if you're if you avoid it 48 hours before i mean you're not doing yourself massive amount of damage by drinking a couple of glasses of wine or a beer like 48 hours out but what you've got to remember to do is to continue to hydrate. Like the biggest thing I've been doing this week, really, is drinking water, because yeah. the last thing you want to do is to think, "Oh, I haven't hydrated properly." The morning, the night before, in the morning of the race, you're drinking loads and loads of water, and next thing you know, you, you you can't get through the race without stopping for a couple of toilet breaks. Yeah. Um Number six. So number five, I failed, I think, because I haven't been eating fantastic.
0: I was I was having all sorts of food over the over in Magaluf, as in like. KFC? no mcdonald's at a mcdonald's that's went to pizza yeah i uh, had a big breakfast at the at the airport you're proper, enjoying yourself though not you yeah proper so greasy proper greasy stuff that's...
1: well uh eating fat that's a, a fuel source yeah so number six not sleeping enough avoid not sleeping <laughs> enough <laughs> sleep is crucial throughout all training phases but especially the week before a half marathon um, race nerves can prevent athletes from getting quality sleep in the lead up to the important you must be suffering with race nerves Rob that's what it was well,
0: yeah yeah that's what it is yeah it was exactly what it was I was I, yeah. was, I was panicking the week before on Saturday morning eh, Sunday morning
1: yeah I mean most people would have a nap when they're on the
0: beach yeah I wasn't I was in the sea I was on a banana boat on a pedalo um, <sighs> I can't rest and when I'm on holiday well with we'll I'm a nightmare I can't sit on a sunbed and just chill I have to be in the pool doing Volleyball, polo, water polo. So I was in the seat when I was out on Sunday.
1: I mean, you've got a few days left, um, and number seven is catching up on life, avoid catching up on life. So this basically gives you the go ahead to not do any housework. So he basically says training for events sometimes means putting other life factors aside for a time. Weeding the garden, helping kids with homework, cooking dinner or finishing a big project at work all take energy. It could be tempted to finally tackle those life factors that have been putting off during training since tapering means less time spent training. Don't think of tapering as less time training, but more time for recovering. So tell Laura to no, stop no, no, being no, no, selfish. No, no, no. You can put your feet up. You, You've only you been can, on a snag do. Put you can tell Laura. And enjoy yourself.
0: <laughs> you can tell Laura. I'll ring Rachel and tell Rachel that. And then you tell Laura. You've, as had a, well.
1: you've had a tough week in Magaluf. Let, <laughs> let the housework slip, Rob <laughs>
0: Yeah. And can you imagine I won't make it on Sunday. <laughs> I'll be six foot under. <laughs> I hope there's no more marathon. <laughs>
1: But, no, I think Runtastic um, has got some fantastic stuff on there, but tapering, it's all the things we probably know about on this show. But I just wanted to read that out, wind Rob up a little bit, get some (laughs) pre-race nerves into him, because nervous (laughs) energy is good. So I hope you feel good after that, Rob.
0: Yeah, yeah, I feel fantastic. To be fair, out of of seven, I think I I nailed four or five, maybe five, maybe six. You did, you did. uh, So um, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm there. Sunday, I'll be there, I'll be ready, be raring to go, and... Um, and I'll sit with a two hour pacer that's my plan I
1: think you've got it in you mm,
0: I can't remember which, fate, which I'm in pink something or other uh, but yeah I'll sit with a two hour pacer I'm sure I'll see people there that I know that are running similar kind of times to me So, uh, and if
1: I get two hours hey. if I don't get two hours eh, eh. I, think, I think you've got it in you I think you've got it in you what, what way wave you in Pink Pink I think Pink, I think. Do you know what number Pink, you are? I think
0: Oh, yeah, I've got it in here somewhere, somewhere in there.
1: Got it jotted down, have you?
0: Hang on, two minutes. Fill it. Fill the air. Fill the airwaves with for two seconds. I've got it here.
1: I'll fill the airway for two seconds. So whilst Rob goes off to uh, find his number, he uh, he hasn't done much training. But I think what we'll do is we will get some shout outs to rob for the big day so if you're listening to this send rob a good luck message on instagram and just tell him how good he is going to be on the day to fill him with positive vibes he'll read them all on sunday morning and hopefully it will drive him over the finish line under two hours well,
0: if I can go, I can't find me little number. <laughs> so um, I might not be running anyway. It was somewhere. It was somewhere I found it. Laura's too. hidden it. No don't
1: know how i come on his number.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, it's in. I'm in pink. Some phase. I think. Pink. I can't remember. I am in white, and I am number nine zero nine. Nine zero nine. Nine zero nine. White starting at nine o'clock.
0: Uh, what time's my What time am I? I think I'm starting earlier on. No,
1: later. No, elite, oh, no. elites, and then whites, and then it goes down. I think for all the colours. Oh, right. Okay. So, so I think I'm, I think I'm about half past, half past nine. I yeah, it's not now. going to be too much of a different
0: start time. No, no. Mm. Um, like, like I say, it's it's going to be a challenge. Like all half marathons, I'm not taking it lightly, but I, I, I'm I'm looking forward to it. Really looking forward to it. I've got my number. There you go, Pink Wave A,
1: uh, Wave Pink A, 7096. There we go. Lovely. 7096. Is there a tracking facility at Manchester? I don't think there is a live one. Um, I saw a thing that they were saying to If you run with your phone, put Strava live tracking on or use WhatsApp live tracking, ways in which you can get a free tracking system out. So It's a good point, actually. If you've got friends and family waiting to see how you're getting on and you do run with your phone, put Strava live tracking on or uh, WhatsApp live tracking and they can keep an eye on you during the race to see where you are mm, good idea good i might idea. come back and do some mustering for you yeah you should you should you can motivate me motivate me to get
0: me come back and do,
1: pace you for the last half
0: yeah beast beast me into beast me into getting him, get him under two hours <laughs> <laughs> come on tyson come on tyson get
1: the microphone out do a live episode <laughs>
0: yeah i will they do that
1: Oh, I'm, I'm ready. I've got it all programmed on my watch, ready to go. Um,
0: yes, your watch. Go on. What? You had a new watch. I haven't. You said you had
1: a new watch. <laughs> uh, I, I, yeah. Does anyone want to buy a um, Coros or a Garmin? <laughs> <laughs> so it's gone from selling a Coros to selling a Coros and a Garmin. No. So what have you,
0: what have you changed again?
1: So basically, I... I'm a big Coros fan. Coros Pace 2 was the watch I was using, and I took out an insurance policy, um, which was with Vitality. Um, and Vitali- Vitality, if you want to sponsor the podcast, get in contact. Well, Vitality, if you've never looked at their insurance policies, do this fantastic rewards package, and it really appeals, or it should really appeal to runners. I'll tell you why. Basically, you take out the policy, and based upon your activity... Um, tracked by a device. If you do 12,500 steps or you do 30 minutes of exercise at 75% of your heart rate, you earn eight points a day. A day to a maximum of, I think it's 42 points a week. And it all basically is put on the Vitality Health app. If you get 42 points a week, you can cash in on a free Cafe Nero coffee, a cinema ticket at an Odeon or View cinema. You get 50% off Nuffield Health gym memberships. You get 50% off a pair of trainers at Runner's Need. You get all of the things like with different, like these uh, cooking packages they send through, like Mindfulness Chef or whatever it's called, the meditation app Headspace. Mm. You can get uh, 50% off, Garmin watches and Polar watches. Basically to get these rewards I needed a device that would track my steps or my activity and Coros. Coros doesn't doesn't actually work.
0: <laughs>
1: so to me gutted is my Coros still working. Hasn't been charged in over a week and it's still on. That's how impressive Coros is. Wow. Anyway, I had to get a Garmin watch or a Polar watch. So you got yourself a Garmin watch. So I bought myself a Garmin watch to start with. And I was in love with the Garmin watch because I think we said on the episode, I really enjoyed doing the workout to Garmin's uh, workout screen. Mm -hmm. Three days later, it stopped tracking my steps. Oh? So it was tracking my steps on the watch, but it wasn't pulling them through to the Garmin Connect app. I was on phone to Garmin Connect or... Uh, the chat facility and they didn't know what was going on they were like disconnect it connect it back up delete the app reinstall the app try connecting the watch to someone else's app and all this I was like this is too much palaver can't be doing with this boxed it all up took it back to Argos told him I wanted a refund. The woman looked at me a bit funny and said, well, why? I told her a story about how I bought it for me dad. He wasn't <laughs> interested. Um, she reluctantly gave me the full refund and then I went and por- purchased a Polar. So I'm now the proud owner of a Polar Vantage M2. Mm. And i on my third watch in six months. <laughs> third watch was... in, in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If anyone wants to buy a car, Ross, I'll be selling it at Manchester Half Marathon at the finish line. <laughs> and you, you open your coat and you have like 15 different <laughs> watches on your coat. <laughs> the watch,
0: man. Dodgy Brummy lad. <laughs> Dodgy Brummy lad, yeah. And on that note, I think it is time we said, we'll see you all on Sunday. If you're going to Manchester Half, say hello. We'll have some pictures with you. And we will... If you want to buy a watch, you can buy a watch. We will. See you all later. See you later.